Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Auburn Live Recruiting Show, our second of the week. My name is Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. Today is December the 7th, 2023, but you're listening to it on December the 8th, 2023. Keep that in mind. But we're going to talk as though it's Friday, December the 8th on here. We're going to try to, Ben, but you understand if we we mess up. Anyways, got a lot to talk about tonight, today. Uh, big weekend coming up for Auburn. Big visits have happened Big visits are going to happen. Here to talk to me and to you about it all, Mr. J. Head, Mr. Cole Pinkston. How about you, fellas? How about you, baby? All right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, listen, already the, the transfer portal is open, has been open all week. Auburn's throwing offers out there, uh, lots of them. We're trying to keep track of it at Auburn Live on 3. Real quick, for Auburn, all, all you listeners who haven't subscribed to Auburn Live on 3, don't forget about the YouTube special. Remember, keep it between us. Mm. Go, to, uh, go, to, go to Auburn Live on 3. Type in uh, promo code AU1, capital A, capital U, the numeral 1. Two months for a dollar. It's ridiculous. I'm going to try to get on 3 to turn that off. <sighs> but you can, uh, you can get a hold of it right now. YouTube, YouTube folks. Uh, we already had a bunch of guys sign up. We certainly appreciate them. Um, and we've been trying our best to make sure they get their money's worth, which is about one and a half cents a day. Might even be not. Might even be not that. My math sucks. Anyways, uh, all right. Before we get to all that, man. Okay. Hello Fresh, big dogs. Hello Fresh is back. Love Hello Fresh. Y'all know if you've been listening to the show, we're big fans of Hello Fresh. Love ha- not having to go to the grocery store, pick out all these different items, and and it, and, it, and it enables you to have nice. You know, I cook like spaghetti. You know what I mean. Like uh, taco salad, but you want like a, a, a good meal with all kind of ingredients and stuff. HelloFresh, dude, knock it on your door, delivers it. If you're not familiar with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Uh, you don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to count, uh, uh, you know, what you need. They bring, I mean, even to like a tablespoon of salt, it's included, dude. Everything's included. So say hello to a stress, stressless holiday season with the help of HelloFresh, man. Skip the grocery store and save time with easy, tasty recipes delivered to your door. You know, it's the, t- it's the season for giving and gathering with HelloFresh. It can all uh, also be the season of saving. Actually, save money this month with fresh recipes delivered cheaper than takeout, I'm telling you. And with pre-portioned ingredients, you'll never waste money to ex- uh, on excess food, which I throw a lot of food away. Listen. Uh, Cole's big fan. Jay is a big fan. We all use it. HelloFresh. My couple of my favorites, uh, the Tex-Mex beef taco pies. <laughs> the, kids, the kids love this stuff too, man. And the family chicken sausage pizza fondue. Fantastic stuff, man. And it feeds a lot. I mean, you, you, you get it portioned to what you need. You can tell them how many people you got, how many kids you got, what you like. You can order all that. And right now, uh, you can go to HelloFresh.com slash free and use the code AuburnLiveFree. That's a one word, all lowercase. Uh, and you get free breakfast for life. 
All right. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life. Go to hellofresh.com slash auburnlifefree. Use that promo code auburnlifefree, all one word, all lowercase, uh, for free breakfast for life. You won't be disappointed, folks. I'm telling you. I was very impressed. I was a little iffy at first. Listen. Like, ah, you know. But, man, I'm telling you what now. I, I think my favorite thing about HelloFresh is that it, me and my wife have been on and off of it. You can – I mean, there's no contractual agreement. If you don't want it one week, right. tell them you don't want it. You want it next week. And when we don't have it, I, I mean, I learned a lot of cooking tips from this thing. I mean, I really did. Like how to how to saute things, how to properly season things, you know, how to make a crust on chicken, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the kind of stuff, you, you know, you learn with it. I mean, it even sends – I mean, it's got all the ingredients here and how much you need, and they send it all to you. Dude, I'll, even down to the hot sauce. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you, HelloFresh. Appreciate y'all supporting the show. We really love it, and I hope you continue. Um, all right. So let's talk about what has occurred since our last show, which was Monday night, and that is uh, Matthew Bedford, the big, massive offensive lineman from Indiana, came down for an official visit on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, Hugh Free, uh, KJ Bolden came in. I think we talked about him Monday night. Uh, Hugh Freeze went to see KJ Bolden. Hugh Freeze and Zach Etheridge both went to see. Um, him, uh, Jeremy Garrett went to see LJ McCray. Uh, a lot of in-home business being ta- uh, being uh, happening with assistant coaches mostly right now. Uh, but the big one this week was uh, Hugh Freeze going to see KJ Bolden, uh, Matthew Bedford coming down. Let's talk about Matthew Bedford real quick. Cole, you talked to him. I saw him as uh, as you were finishing up your interview. This dude is big, large. Yeah, he he is. Uh, he does not give the appearance of an interior offensive lineman to me. He looks like a tackle because uh, he's, he's an NFL tackle. tackle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does. He, he's cut up a little bit. He's not overweight. Got, you know, he looks like he's been with a trainer or something here recently. He looks like he's ready to go. I mean, off the hoof, that's what you want them to look like. Um, he tells us Auburn looking at me for both tackle and guard. So yeah. that was interesting. I, I found, you know. I thought personally that Dylan Wade played pretty well at left tackle this season for Auburn. But does he have more value as an inside guy? Maybe. I mean, he's built more for that. So they're probably looking for somebody to put at that tackle spot. I I would not be shocked at all by that. That seems to be an idea. So Dylan could move down to be a more probably an NFL guard, right? He's not an NFL tackle. So listen, with the offense that they were trying to run, he was perfect at tackle. Okay. Okay. But they're going to try to open up this passing game a little bit. They need to make sure they have really good pass protectors at both tackles. Um, you, you know, Miller, too, on the other side. they got to make sure everybody's good at pass protection if they're going to do that. So they're going to, they're going to do some swapping around probably when it comes to offensive line and their positions. Matthew Bedford's a guy that they think can do both, and that's, that's why his value is really high for Auburn. Okay, Now, Darren Hiller, who many – Maybe a lot of folks don't know him. He's he's an analyst, offensive analyst. Um, he was the offensive line coach at Indiana. Okay, that's the connection. And according to Matt Bedford, he says that is a huge deal. This may be the deciding factor. Uh, I think Auburn probably has a really good shot with Matt Bedford. He's going to go to Colorado next weekend, take that visit. After that, he says he's going to sit down with his family at Christmas time for the holidays, then come out with a decision not too long after that. And he's a one-year guy. Yes, one-year guy. And I think Dylan's got one year left. That's correct. Okay. 
man, boy, that would sure up some offensive line. Absolutely. Yeah, well, any time that you get a guy with versatility, Jeffrey, yeah. uh, and he does, then you can kind of plug and play as you see fit. Think about Gunner last year. Came in, he was projected to be a right tackle, slid inside and was, was he first team all SEC, second team all SEC uh, this past season? Yep. yep. So I, I see Bedford very similarly in that you could put him in a multitude of spots. And remember, you also lost Cam Stutz, so you've got two guard spots that are open. Potentially you play Bedford at tackle. Maybe you play him at right guard. Who truly knows? But he's got double-digit starting experience. In, um, I think he's 20-plus games of starting experience it, in the 10. In his wor- words, 40-plus games. Okay. Uh, now I don't know if he started all those games, but he says he played in 40-plus. Okay. If you're Auburn and you're Hugh Freeze and you're thinking, okay, I've got a senior quarterback, I want to put veteran pieces around him, mm. what better than a guy that has been coached by Darren Hiller, who's on your staff, who Hugh Freeze has a lot of familiarity with. For those that don't know, Darren Hiller was Hugh Freeze's offensive line coach at Arkansas State. Mm. We went their separate ways and now have come back together here. But a lot of trust in Darren Hiller from an evaluation and a coaching and teaching standpoint and if he's impacted Matthew Bedford the way it seems that he has, that's going to be huge. And then the familiarity potentially with how he could fit into a Hugh Freeze offense. Mm. Uh, so Bedford came in. Uh, he and This weekend is going to be big for uh, transfer offensive off line in general. Um, the official visitors we've confirmed this weekend, uh, one, <laughs> Scott. Yes. <laughs> ah! I've been saying that the whole show. I was like, definitely not going to say I mean. Pre-game, I was saying this, and I was like, I'll definitely make sure I don't say Jerquan squat. Jerquan squat. Jerquan Scott. Yes. The big yeah. offensive lineman from Southern Miss is coming in. Seth Wilfred, the JUCO offensive tackle who's coming. Uh, he's got three years to play. He's coming in. Uh, another defensive lineman, Derek Harmon from Michigan State, is coming in for an official visit. Robert Lewis, the Georgia State wide receiver, is coming in for an official visit. And we think there might be one more offensive lineman added to this list before it's all said and done. No names for you. Uh, we just think, Jay Head, it might be a possibility. I think there's a distinct possibility there's another offensive lineman. Um, as you said, don't have a name for that right now, but just guys – as Cole would say, keep your head on a swivel there. Keep your head on a swivel. And I better, hope folks have been doing that all week. Man, this week has been crazy. So you got Derek Harmon, the Michigan State D-tackle, coming in. Jerquan Scott coming in. <laughs> Robert Lewis coming in. Seth Wilford coming in. So four official visitors, uh, all big. But I tell you what, the biggest visitor of the weekend might be, and it probably is, an unofficial visitor in Mr. Five-Star Stud Defensive Lineman, L.J. McCray! Yes, sir. He's coming in, folks. He's coming in. We now, can folks, say that. We can say it now. Yes, we can put it out there into the atmosphere, right? Yeah, he, uh, L.J. McCray is the one that told reporters he would be in Auburn. So, right. We told our very own Chad Simmons uh, after the state championship game that he'd be visiting Florida State. Man, I tell you what. Yeah. The Florida commitment, um, it's almost like Cam Coleman with A and M. I don't know where he's going to go, but I don't think it's going to be A and M. Are you there yet? I don't know if I'm there yet, but man, it's serious looking bad for Florida. I. So right now, it does not look good for Florida in any part of player acquisition slash retention. Right. Like it, it, it seems to be that things are 
getting turned upside down over there. And who knows? You know, maybe they can then rally here. Look, recruiting is weird. Things happen all the time. And they can hold on to LJ. But I tend to believe what you're saying, Jeffrey, in that. And this was my information. You know, when I said, hey, I think we're making a move with LJ two, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And then it kind of – the buzz kind of went away. Well, now it's back, and obviously he's going to be visiting. But I'm with you in that it feels like it's more going to be – is it going to be Florida State or is it going to be Auburn? It's not going to be Florida. That's kind of my feel right now. I don't want to say that just yet because straight yeah. happened that Florida could get back in this. So I, I was thinking about how I wanted to say this on the show tonight. It, there's there's a, a, a roller coaster effect going on with the top guys that Auburn is pursuing out there. KJ Bolden, LJ McRae, even Jeremiah Beeman, we were hearing, hey, it sounds like Auburn, and now they're not. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's, that's how news works this time of year because it's really, really hard to get the truth out of a situation right now. And a lot of it is purposeful. <laughs> they yeah. want you to, to, to be all over the place with it. Okay. Whereas you might look in the news and see that Auburn's slipping with somebody. Auburn, this Auburn staff does not subscribe to that. They don't. They don't see themselves as slipping with somebody. They go, oh, well, all right. It's just another day. We're going to continue doing what we're doing here. So just keep that in mind. I mean, you might hear that a guy's falling down on, on confidence level. It's going to happen. We still got 13, 12 days until signing day, which is an eternity in recruiting. So. That's why I say keep your head on a swivel because you just don't know, man. You don't know when something's going to pop up. You don't know when one of these guys is going to show up at Auburn. I mean, we're we're on the nitty-gritty now, man. <laughs> hey, listen, I, somebody equally as important going to be here this weekend because L.J. McCray is. Oh, yeah. Mr. Florida flip to Auburn commitment, Jamonte okay. Waller. Yes, sir. Coming in for an unofficial visit, he's going. He's been committed with LJ at Florida. Jamonte flips to Auburn. Here comes LJ to visit Auburn. Here comes Jamonte to come over here and get in his ear and stay in his ear while he's here. Dude, that's huge. It is. You, right, you think about the Cam Coleman coming in. Absolutely. You know, it, now another stroke of doing the same thing where you've got a peer recruiter that you're friends with that's going to be on you the entire visit. And, and when I say on you, I mean, they're probably, they're going to have a good time, right? It's not going to constantly be like when you come into Auburn. Nobody, yeah. wants, nobody wants to put up with that. But to have somebody that you're friends with, that you're familiar with, that you're comfortable with, and they're here going through that visit with you, it makes a difference, man. It always does. That's right. They're not going to, Jamonte's not going to sit there and say, when you, you know, let's go ahead, let's get it. He's not going to talk about it, probably. They're just going to hang out. They're just there to hang out. And um, and, and let me tell you what I've learned. <laughs> let me tell you what I learned about Jamonte Waller. He don't like losing. He don't like losing. All right. So while he's not going to sit there and annoy LJ McCray with it. Right, right. That's not the point, and he's not no, – nobody's going to do that. That's, that's not how – although fans would love for recruits to be that way, <laughs> they're not. Okay. They know that at the end of the day, each guy's going to make the decision that's best for them, and that's okay. Um, but having him there, I'm tell you, that is a really big deal. It is because he's got a presence about him that says, "I don't like losing," and other recruits feel it. There you go. 
And guys, for and, and we need to get into questions, but remember, and, and this is the reason why we're doing two shows a week now. Information mm. is subjective to who you get it from, as my good friend Jay Tate once said. Okay, so this sure. will change five times over, as Cole said, before we get to National Signing Day. Bear with us. That's why we've increased volume here, because we want to make sure you get everything as we get it. Uh, well, let's get right to what people want to know. All right? Let's get right to it. Uh, we're going to take questions from the corner. The corner Auburn Live message board again. Go to uh, Auburn Live on three, two months for $1. Use that promo code AU1. Danny Pitts wants to know, what are our chances of flipping both of the big five stars before early signing day? Uh, you know what, Danny? I'm going to come out with a board. I'm going to put my percentages on there of all these guys. Uh, I think a good name for it would be the the hot coming, board. Coming, I, I'm coming in hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, Danny, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just messing with Danny. Uh, but, uh, let me see. I think I have KJ at 45 and obviously I'm going to bump LJ up to at least 45. Um, at least those are the two five stars he's talking about, right? I would assume it's such unless he's referring to Ryan Williams who hasn't reclassified just yet. So let's, let's assume he's talking about KJ and LJ. I think that's about right. I, I, I Maybe I think LJ might make it to 50 if I can get talked to him before he leaves and just to see how, what his demeanor is and kind of, you know, let's get a feel. And talk to, also talk about some people behind the scenes about what he's what they're hearing. Um, so, Danny, yeah, I hear you, big dog. But uh, I'll, uh, I, I would probably have him at 45 each right now. But, you know, ask me again in 48 hours and we'll see what, what happens. Uh, Bow Tiger four new Alvin prediction. I see, man. I, I just realized today I hadn't put in a prediction, and so I went on there and threw one on there. Cause we <laughs> co posted it today. Like it, we think something can happen, and I went. I was like, I, I made a prediction, didn't I? I had. Yeah. So I put in a prediction. So there was uh, that was what that was. Bow Tiger. Uh, n- no in, new new intel. Um, no. Other than other other than we were told a month ago that around this time. First week, first two weeks of December, Alvin could make a commitment. So we're, uh, I would say we're not on high alert, but we're definitely keeping an eye out, keeping our head on a swivel, wouldn't you say, Cole? Keep your head on a swivel. There you go. Now, when I was in Elba, it was the buzz was if Auburn wants him, they can get him. If there's a team that's pushing, it's Florida State. And that's probably Auburn's biggest competition. That's right. right. After the Iron Bowl, though, his comments, I don't know if anybody else was out. He was talking. Were you there, Cole, for him? He was like, "Yeah, we're we're, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to do this, and kind we're of, coming for you." you know. I, I was interviewing someone else while he was talking, but yeah, I mean, I was like, "Well, just go ahead and do it, dude. Like, get it over." With. <laughs> You're and then, me. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day, it was almost like, "Oh, he hasn't committed yet." I was like, "No, not at least publicly, no." Well, keep an eye on December seventh. So uh, we think, so. and I think he's been tweeting like some hourglass stuff, TikTok yeah. kind of stuff, you know, Tic Tac, whatever it's called, Click Clack. Um, <laughs> click, click, click. Oh, review, Oh, Tuesday. Hey, you know what? Uh, you, you make you make fun of that commercial. When I was growing up, man, that was the coolest commercial. Was it? it was, yes. I know he's a little bit goofy in it. I got that. But that commercial was awesome. Okay. Click, click. Tommy, this will get you four truck and cruise all, man. Come on now. <laughs> Uh, AU Tigers one. Do you think KJ will be back on campus before National Signing Day? Does anybody want to opine on this? 
I don't have any. Let me, let me say this very clearly. I do not have any information to say yes. What I will say is my gut says, yeah, he'll be back on campus before National Signing Day. That is just my gut instinct of how this recruitment has gone. Um, I think I, I think I worded it as is probably or possibly or I mean I left some wiggle room in there, but I think he. Let me put it this way: some of the people that I talk to expect him to come back at some point before, and it might be. Hey, listen, he he wrote up for an afternoon Monday. He can be here in two and a half hours, two hours, whatever. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised at all. I'd probably probably be more surprised if he didn't. So, but I'm like you, nothing, no no data set that I'm aware of, right? Uh, but I think there might be some mild expectations there. Uh, the Bruce is good, Robert the Bruce. Uh, why do you think Hugh Freeze wanted to use his in-home? This is a good question here. Something I've asked myself. Why do you think Hugh Freeze wanted to use his in-home with KJ before his OV to FSU and not after? I've got a good theory here. I do too, but you go ahead, Jeffrey, and then I'll pick My it thing was he built so mu- so much momentum. From the Monday visit, man, he wanted to capitalize on that, dude. Hey, here I am. I, I, almost, I almost think, man, is he trying to lock him down? Just cancel those visits? Just be done with it? Uh, so that's the only, that's the best I could come up with is that he wanted to, you know, continue that momentum that he had built on Monday. So I think what people forget is yes, in home visits are crucial. You've got to you've got to hit home runs when you go in home with a five star like KJ Bolden. But I'm with you. And Nicholas, get your thoughts here. But yes, momentum. They got some off of that visit. He wanted to continue that. Now, look, they can send the entire staff to go see KJ and FaceTime Hugh in. It's not like this is going to be the last word he's going to get. It'll just be the last time he sees him face to face unless KJ comes back to campus. And maybe, just maybe, that's what that was about is solidifying getting KJ back on campus one more time. I don't really have a good theory on that. I mean, I've <clears throat> I've thought about it too. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that it was interesting. I have thought about it, but I don't put too much stock into that. Um, I think at the end of the day, when you get this close, although 12 and a half days or whatever is an eternity in recruiting, I mean, these guys pretty much have a, a clue about where they want to go, I think. That's, that's the way well, I, I think about it. I agree, and they also have to be strategic about how they're arranging Q's calendar at this time of the year as well yeah, because he's I mean, only got so many hours in a day. And you got to think he's got to go by and see Perry do his in-home, Cam and do his, his in-home, Joe Phillips. Here, here's the deal. He wanted to know why not after the FSU visit. Here's why. The FSU visit is December the 15th through the 17th. So KJ's going to come home Sunday on that Sunday. Right. The, dead, the dead period starts at midnight. So if I'm FSU, I'm keeping him there oh, until yeah. it's bedtime. I'm sending him home at 10 o'clock at night. And if Hugh Freeze wants to come for 30 minutes, he's got to be gone at midnight. That dead period starts that night. So there's not much time to get a, uh, an in-home visit with uh, well, KJ. The timing of – it's an official visit, correct, for KJ Golden to FSU? Yes. Well, the timing of that says everything. Right, they they knew even though they got him committed, it was far from over. They had to make sure they had something in their back pocket, right? And and Auburn and Georgia were the the ones they knew were not gonna <laughs> we're gonna be back in this position when it comes close to signing day. 
Agreed. Oh, uh, see, Eli Double I is Auburn willing to only take Carter and Wilfred as an offensive line class, or are there other names that will come forward? Um, I assume he means high school JUCO. Yeah, DeAndre Carter and Seth Wilford, high school JUCO. I think that's what he's asking. And, and I, I, I don't think you're going to hear any like out of the blue names at this point. Not on the offensive line. I don't expect that. No, it, look, you've got Rustin Young, who's a name that we probably need to continue to discuss here because he's a definite option. You've got Cohen Eccles, even though I don't feel great about that one. And then obviously we've got our latest situation going on there in Atlanta. Uh, and for those that don't know, um, <clears throat> that young man is set to visit the University of Alabama here relatively soon. So I don't know where we stand. Where do you, how do you guys feel on that one right now? I, I do, Eli. I think Auburn would be – Auburn. you got to think, man, they signed a big offensive line class last year. Yep. Last year, and they're going to sign another big class next year. And I don't think achieving layered depth, like we've talked about, layered depth being you've got a comfortable amount of guys in your freshman class, sophomore class, junior class. I just, guys, I don't see that happening with the offensive line for a long time. I don't, because you've got to have immediate impact players there. And you don't have time, you don't have the investment to make in guys that are going to be good in two to three years as much as you do impact guys. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Oh, Kyle Ellis is 2026. Oh, yeah, yes. K- Kale. K- that's what I said. <laughs> okay. Kale Ellis, yeah, that's right. Kale Ellis, he's 2026. Right. But that's what I'm saying. You know, I just don't know if when it comes to your NIL and, and when you're trying to put your resources into this, is it more important right now for you to get a guy that's a developmental guy like Favor Edwin, who's mm-hmm. going to take a year or two to get him rolling, or go get another four out of the portal. Okay. And so let's look at it like this, too. You haven't lost anybody to the portal yet, right, from the offensive line. Sure, right. You're losing four guys. If you land Seth Wilford and DeAndre Carter, that's two spots. If you allocate another two to transfer guys, you've made your numbers back and you're back at 15. Maybe you even invest a third portal number there. So on a guy that's maybe a little bit younger, you know, a, a developmental piece, if you will. So I think there's some options there, and I, I'm with you, Cole. I think they would love to get that young man, but 
it obviously there's there's something going on there that I'm not exactly sure what the hesitation was on his part from going ahead and, and making a public commitment to Auburn. Yeah. Um, maybe it was Alabama lurking. Maybe it's something else. I don't truly know, but I don't feel great about that situation anymore. Uh, and I may feel good about it again. Again, things change. But well, right now I don't feel good. In a perfect world, you close the deal on favor of Edwin, and then you've got enough funds and every, and resources to go and get what you need in the portal. Right. But it's not a perfect world. Okay? And that's what I, I think a lot of people that, that we see on the corner, and, and, you know, you want to go after this guy and this guy. I get it. There's a lot of big names in the portal that you wish Auburn would pursue. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you, it's, it may not be the best investment at this point in time. Because I was talking to a buddy who, you know, follows everything that we do, and he's all into recruiting, and he's going, honestly, what, on a scale of one to ten, how good was Auburn's roster when Hugh Freeze took over the program? One being Vandy. I said, that's probably it. One. Mm. They're at a one. Yeah. They're with Vandy right now. Maybe below. Because you only have 40 scholarship players. So I don't care about the portal. I don't care about high school. At the end of the day, no matter how different things are, it's going to take a minute. Say what you want about Jake Thornton's high school recruiting the, this year, really. Um, but, dude, he didn't he, he didn't hardly miss on those evals for transfers last no, year, did he? No. He did not. Not, not one of them. Not a one. Uh, because even though Connor Lou got significant snaps this year, if Avery Jones doesn't get injured, I don't think he gets those snaps, being honest. Uh-huh, right. So I've got it at two to three transfers. i got two to three high school JUCOs, and that's Barry, uh, Eli, uh, DeAndre Carter, Seth Wilfred, and then two transfers to replace the four who left. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty strong. I think so, too. And then you you have the opportunity, like you said, where you've already laid the groundwork. And Cole and I both feel good, and I think Jeffrey does as well, about the 2025 OL class yeah. and how much deeper it is within the yeah. South footprint as well. Um, I think you can take a big offensive line class of at least five high school kids, and you're right back where you need to be. Uh, Before we move on real quick, I, I, I don't my, – my job is not to spin things. And I, I do not want to be, come across that way. If Auburn loses favor Edwin, it's a loss. It's a big loss. It's yeah. a big one. It hurts. But I'm just trying to explain to you in a perfect world, there's there's just other priorities you you might need to look at here when you're when you're trying to decide how hard you need to go after this guy. And, and, and listen, Auburn knew this guy's a developmental guy. They still want him. Absolutely, yeah. don't get me wrong. But Cole, uh, we we've worked on this. All three of us have. If somebody's ready to commit and they don't and they don't and they don't and they don't, at red flags up above ship waving, um, and then and, then, and this is exactly why. Uh, all right, AU full time sticking with the office line theme. Uh, if, if if keep missing on the OTs, do you think we uh, maybe take a look back, circle back to Jaquan McCroy? And uh, Cole says no, and we also three said no. No, he's just not happening, big dog. Uh, I think no, I think they're, they're, the most likely to. If, if he's lower on, on the Auburn board like we think he might be, there's no reason to go there. Mm-mm. You're not there yet. There, if, if there was no such thing as a transfer portal, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is. Braden Brayson. Oh, damn. <laughs> Who do we have a better chance of landing? Uh, LJ McCray or Ryan Williams? This is a good question. Oof. 
This is a good question. I'll tell you why. I just told you earlier where my percentages are. Ryan Williams was at 50. And uh, I said this on the Josh Newberg show. If somebody put a gun to my head and said, make a pick, I would pick Alabama for Ryan Williams. So it's truly not 50. It's, it's, it's probably 51, 52 Alabama. I've got LJ McCray at 45, and it's quite possibly I'll have him higher than that by Monday night, by Sunday night show, depending on how the visit goes. Um, but I'm curious to know before I answer, Jay Head, what do you think? I'm going to say Ron Williams, and this is why, because I know Alabama is the other player involved in that recruitment. You, do you think Auburn has a better chance of landing Ryan Williams? Would you put him in the same boat? I put him in the same boat. I put them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're swaying Auburn. They're swaying not Auburn. It's fifty-fifty, right? I got it fifty-fifty on both, but I feel more comfortable knowing Alabama is the other team Auburn has to beat in the L.J. McCray recruitment. Do I have to beat Florida State? Do I have to beat Florida? Who is it? Do I have to beat? So right. I, there's more unknown in L.J.'s recruitment to me than there is in Ryan's recruitment. Yep. I, I, I would say, shit, man. I'm I'm serious. I I really don't know. I, I guess I would say L.J. because I feel like Auburn's building some momentum, and I really, 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 really believe that this dude was very close to committing yeah. to Auburn before. I agree. I mean, I, listen, and I know what an emphasis that Jeremy Garrett has put on L.J. McCray. I mean, has recruited this kid extremely hard. And for those that, I mean, look, just Jeremy Garrett's laying some groundwork here, guys. He really is. He is He's really good. He is. He is a very good recruiter. And I know there was some bristling about his recruiting early on when he first got here. Guys have to have time to lay the groundwork, man. They got to have time to lay the tracks um, and, and just get out of Jeremy Garrett's way and watch him work because he's doing a good job there. I agree. Um, go. Yeah, as the time that we are recording this, I say LJ McCray. Again, like, like we said before, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I say as of the time we're recording this, I would go with LJ. Okay. Uh, let's see. The Pearly Gates. Uh, I remember last spring Cole did a big write-up interview on Mobile Christian 2025 outside line, offensive lineman Bo Cagle, who just won a state title today. Uh, does Auburn have any interest in Bo Cagle, Cole? Any no. No, I don't think so. Okay. Fair enough. Good question. Couple, open. Yeah, a couple other guys in Mobile they got interest in, but yeah. not that one. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, let's see. Uh, L.A. Whip. Low Whip. Not uh, Low Whip. I think that's uh, feminine Spanish. <laughs> I mean, right? L is masculine. L is masculine. La, la. Is is feminine, yeah. feminine, yeah. 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 Unless he's <laughs> feminine whip. Sorry, big dog. I know that's not what you mean. I, I, bet, I bet he's from Los Angeles uh, or Louisiana or Louisiana. I did Louisiana, like or, or or Lower Alabama. There you go. <laughs> Maybe he's uh, other, other than Cole Cam Goldman, uh, are there any other players in this class who are day one starters? Day yeah. one starters. Not contributors, because I would, you know, are we talking commitments right now? He says he didn't say other players. So let's uh, let's include the KJ Boldens, the LJ McCrays. Okay. Um, KJ could start of that group. 
K.J. Bolden could start day one as a freshman. I don't think L.J. is going to start day one unless they move Keldrick Falk to three-tech. How about uh, Laquan Robinson? Yes. yes. Day one starter for sure. Yeah. Um, and um, then Nobody on offense. Uh, oh, Perry Thompson possibly? Yeah. Depends. Wait, why, I'm trying to think. Why, anybody on the offense is going to be a wide receiver. Yeah. Perry Thompson, Perry Thompson and Cam Coleman are so physically advanced. That I just don't see a way that – I mean, they have to learn everything, and that's part of it. That's, that's a big learning curve. But physically, I mean, there ain't nobody more ready <laughs> to play. Jamonte yeah. Waller won't be a starter. He'll be a key backup, though. I mean, a key one. I give the edge to Cam in that battle just because he's getting there in the spring. Perry's not getting there till the summer. Uh, and I don't know what we're going to get in the transfer portal. But I think one of those two could absolutely be a day one starter. One of the two, sure. Uh, Burnt Orange 5-6. Uh, Jalewis Solomon, Solomon back in play. Unless you know something I don't, he is not. It was reported elsewhere that he may be taking an official visit to Auburn. Oh. Uh, we'll see, and that's yeah. not my intel. I don't. I, I I don't have that information. That would be news to me. I will say this: it seems like, first of all, it, it's funny when you look at the portal and you look at these big time guys that are hitting the portal, or some of the really solid players. It's like the same schools <laughs> that are offering them over and over and over, and South Carolina and Auburn are two of them. Yeah. All right. If that's the case, if South Carolina is looking to take a bunch of DBs or whatever the case may be from the portal, you know, maybe Jalou Solomon looks around again. And if he looks around, he's looking at Auburn, I think. Great to be AU Tiger. Tiger. What happened with Favor and Beeman? Uh, nothing happened with Favor yet. Beeman's locked in with Alabama. Uh, Favor is uh, Alabama's making a huge push for him. He's set to visit, I believe, Alabama this weekend and Clemson the next weekend, but I don't think that Clemson visit will happen. I think Auburn is very concerned about Alabama, and you know, there's a reason he has to commit. He's had five to six weeks to commit to Auburn if he was going to commit to Auburn. Something has kept him from doing so, and uh, people we've talked to even today, uh, Thursday, uh, thought Alabama was a problem. So uh, there you go. C.J. Truth, what do you guys think the staff – board is for the 25 OTs. Uh, listen, you, you don't have to stray far from whoever's at the top of the rankings. No, Micah DeBose is going to be number one, in my honest opinion, uh, though he could also play inside. You've also got uh, Braden Jacobs. Oh, yeah, Braden that's, Jacobs. That's going to be high on the board. Uh, you've got – who's the other young man that's down in Mobile, Cole? Um. Oh, uh, Carday oh. Smith? Yes. No, man. What about the Georgia commit? Yeah, Micah DeBose. I said Micah DeBose. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was reading shit. Josh yeah. Petty's a guy that visited a while back. They love Josh him. Petty. Juan Gaston's another one that they love. I, I haven't seen him around lately, but I know they love him. Yes. Um, uh, Tavares Dice is a guy that they love. Yeah. So Though I think you think he's going to slide inside? He could. Uh, he, he's pretty tall. I, I don't know if that how much that matters. Again, I, you know, I think that this this staff really does a great job with personnel, and they can move guys around. 
based on what they're going to do on offense. And that's why Dylan Wade worked as a left tackle in the offense last season. Now, they move inside. They can sort of – they can rework things to where it plays to his strengths a little bit. I mean, this is how they kind of work. I think that Tavares Dice is built kind of similarly to Dylan Wade, a little taller, mm-hmm. but versatile. I think he's versatile. I mean, they, they love the versatile guy, you know. Yeah, it lets you get your best five on the field, right? And that's yes. that's probably any offensive line coach right now. Right. Uh, let's see. What about those portal DBs? Mr. War Eagle wants to know, do you like our chances with any DBs in the portal? Yes. Okay. Ethan Robinson from Bucknell. Okay. I do. I like Auburn's chances with him right now. Okay. He has two, year, two years to play. Yep. Two years to play. Ethan Robinson. Trying to think, uh, some of the offer, other offers right now: uh, Jermon McCoy and Akili Arnold, both from Oregon State, and Will Lee from Kansas State. Yeah, I don't know about those. Now, you do have another new offer as of t- today um, from Rhode Island. Can't think of his name. Uh, oh, uh, Saeed is his name. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see, Saeed Gibbs. There it is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jay Nog wants to know how many transfers do you think we'll get for these positions. Wide receiver, DB, D-line, tight end. It's a good question. Uh, I put it on the target board today. Um, and y'all, y'all tell me if you disagree or agree. Um, these were, I was just using numbers to go with numbers. What was the first? Uh, DBs, I got two to three. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go two, two, one. Uh, I, I honestly think you're going to get two wide receivers, two defensive backs, two defensive linemen, and one tight end. Uh, I, I would say two to three on all those. Jeffrey, I'm with yeah. you. My gut says we'll land with two. We'll go on the minimum and not the max. Okay. Uh, if, you, if you go above two, it's going to be receiver or D-line. Yeah. Yeah. i got too many tabs open. Um, uh, and one tight end, did you say? Yeah, two, 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 one. Is that what you said? Yeah, two, 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 one. That's what I think we're going to end up with. All right. Um, hey, let's get some how about you's before we close this bad boy. Yeah. You got some how about you's this week? I do. I do. Cole, you want to go first? Yeah, I got them bookmarked here. Let me see how to get to my bookmarks. Okay. I've got War Dan Eagle. Oh. Um, the, 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 the 29-year-old with the 79-year-old boy. Yes, and, and he he made a post in a very, what I would call, distasteful thread. Um. But gosh, he got me. He just got me, so I got to go with that. <laughs> um, Coochie Rabbit. Oh, Coochie! Yeah, he's been great, man. He he really has. Uh, let's see. Why did I bookmark this guy? Okay. Tune. T O O N. What if that's the that one? Poon. Remember Poon from the bunker? Yeah. <laughs> or oh, Poon. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> and then my last one, uh, Ski Tiger. Oh, Ski. ski. Okay. Ski Tiger. All right. All right. For me, it's Night Rider is number Night. one. Mm. And number two is going to be Toko's Finest. Okay. Jake Thornton. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Recently deleted. Uh, all right, here we go. 
Uh, how about you the War seventy seven Eagle? How about you the horse? <laughs> what do you oh, call it yeah. when, when, when you muddy the uh, the sheep? Yeah. Cock. Yeah. 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 Horse cock sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's a sheet rocker. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Uh, how about you the Tecmo oh, 34? How about you the Tecmo 34? How about you the Jay Lee's pink head? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, make sure you get the one with the apostrophe on the S because there's two of them. Oh, really? It, this is an apostrophe S. That's him. Got, That's him. Yeah, we, we got a copycat out there. Oh, come on, Riff. Uh, how about you, the AU Noel? AU Noel. I think it's AU Noel. Yeah, I was thinking Christmas time. Mm. I was thinking Christmas time. A little eggnog. Uh, let's see. How about you, the ED Tiger, whose uh, son killed his first deer? So how about you, the uh, ED Tiger Jr.? How about you, big dog? Uh, how about you, the Big Stick 24? Who made the move over to Auburn yeah. Live on three? How about you, the Cajun War Eagle two, who did the same? Mm-hmm. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he's, yep. he, he had a good one. Auburn Auburn Noel. Uh, he, he, he by God, he wanted a damn. How about you? He sure did. I got he you, big dog. All right, so how about you, the War seventy seven eight seventy seven. Muted. <laughs> the horse, horse. How about Mo Thirty Four J Lee's pink head with the apostrophe A U No E D Tiger V Six Twenty Four Cajun War Eagle Two War Dam War Dan Eagle. Yes. War Dam, you old, you old silly baby. Oh, yeah, stay off my porch. <laughs> how about old, How about you, old Coochie Coochie Rabbit? How about you, the AU? Uh, how about you, the Tune? How about you, the Ski Tiger? How about you, the Night Rider? And how about you, the Tacoma's Finest? There you go. Uh, can, you, can you throw one more in there, Jeffrey? I'm absolutely. Sorry. Big Boy Foosball. Okay. So That's we're talking one. about um, Christopher Pooh Paul, the linebacker transfer from Arkansas. Somebody said, hard not to like a linebacker that goes by Pooh. And Big Boy Foosball said, let's just hope we don't play like it. <laughs> just thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm good for a dad joke here, here and there, man. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, hey, don't forget about um, HelloFresh and your free breakfast. Um, use the promo code Auburn Live Free, and then we are today's Friday. When you're listening to this, we're going to be back Sunday night to talk about a lot of things on the call-in show. Um, we're going to start that at six thirty, and we get to as many calls as we can. We're also going to be doing our two shows next week, and we got a lot of stuff going on. Transfer portals from fire, visits coming in, in-home visits are being made. Again, if you haven't, go check us out at Auburn Live on 3. Get all this information first there. Uh, all our subscribers, this is n- not much of this is news to them. Uh, we get to go a little bit more in depth on this show, which is why I love to do it, because we get to – it's a supplement to the website. Supplement to the website. So go 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 give us a try, man. Two do, uh, two months for one dollar. AU one is the promo code for our YouTube listeners and watchers. Uh, all right, folks, let's wrap it up there, man. We will hopefully see everybody back Sunday night. Um, and if if you do sign up, man, get, get on the corner and throw us a uh, let us know you you came on, man. We appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate that. 
All right, well, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. We truly do, man. We hope to see you back Sunday night. For Jay Head, for Cole, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay in that left lane. See you.